into talking about a little pop culture. Um, this is actually a little old, but we brought it up before, I think at your house, um, but I still think it's a great topic. I try not to, well, on this podcast, I will not bring up that family of girls in Southern California who ruins the men, lives of every man they come into. Caitlyn Jenner's kids, we do mm. not bring them up. Yes, um, yes. But I want to talk about Kanye, who most of us have canceled. Um, <laughs> but we want to talk about Kanye and his rant, his Twitter rant, his TMZ rant, his interview with Charlemagne. But not really getting into like the deets of that. Really, what I want to talk about is Snoop Dogg's reaction to Kanye. So you familiar with the tweet or Instagram post? So Snoop made a post. I'm going to read it. Um, his post says, the evolution of Jay-Z and Kanye shows you how influential your wife can be to your life. And then he goes on to thank his wife of 21 years for being his rock and keeping him straight. Um, then <laughs> he followed with another tweet and tells Kanye, they effing you up because you need to get out of that house. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you went from father to... to like, oh, yeah, he went back. Real quick, quick snap it back. Real quick. That's awesome. <laughs> so, honestly, like, the influence... And, I'm, and one more thing, too, I wanted to point out. So, when that came viral, because, you know, Shade Room and all these gossip blogs and stuff started posting and reposting Snoop's um, Instagram posts, I got a lot of women who... Called, who are feminists. I will talk about that on another topic. Um, I, I don't completely agree with that. But we're saying that it's not my responsibility for another man's behavior, which I agree with. You're not responsible for anybody else's behavior. But I don't think that's what Snoop was saying. I was, I'm thinking he's saying that the influence that your wife has on you. Because I feel in any... This is my opinion, and you guys chime in. In any relationship, you're going to influence each other, whether it's good or bad, um, friendships, relationships, husband, partners, and um, business partners, you influence each other. Family, sisters, you know. Um, so my takeaway from that is that it's the influence. So I honestly feel that he does present himself. His behavior now is very Kardashian. And it works for them because they are great in, like, marketing. And, you know, they get people out to buy their buy into what they're selling. And I believe that whole TMZ thing, um, the whole Twitter rant, that was not, like, Kanye before. You wouldn't see him on TMZ. Kanye's in the studio, you know. Um, so I think that he has adapted to their types type of marketing. Um, I'm not even going to continue to go on. I'm going to let you guys talk from married perspectives. The influence, the, the the comment that Snoop made, um, talking about how influential your wife can be to your life, which is good. I mean, he came out like because of my wife, this is who I am, which is great, you know, for us because yeah. we know that's the truth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but what are your thoughts too, coming from married from um, with married women? Well, I have a question. Was he trying to? Was he trying to throw shade because Kim K is not black? Was, it, was this a black? I, I think it could be anything. Whatever, I think it's a black issue, or was it just about wives, regardless of color? He, so he didn't mention whether it's because she's not black. He just mentioned about your wife influencing you. But I do think people took it as like your black wife, or this is why you need to stay with the black woman. So I think different people pull different things from it. 
He didn't mention, I don't know where he was coming from, because I don't know what he was thinking, but he didn't mention it's because you need a black wife. He just said, this is how influential your wife can be when you marry someone. Maybe it's because um, Beyonce is a little more class. You know, she doesn't really, she's not really out there and um, putting all their business. You know, she's just a different type of person, and then that girl is not. Um, but they get compared to a lot, too. Her and Beyonce get compared to a lot. Because Jay-Z and Kanye are right. friends, and so, they're both known for their looks and mm -hmm. stuff, Kardak, you know, Kim and, and Beyonce. Yeah. But um, I think there's a lot of truth to what um, Snoop said. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like he was very on point. Um, and I'm, maybe I'm saying this, you could call me old school or whatever, I don't, I don't know. But um, I definitely believe in my husband being the head of our household. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I could think a lot of things, but unless we are in alignment, it's not going to happen. Right. Because we, we need to be united in whatever decisions are made for the family. And ultimately, if maybe we don't see everything the same exact way, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna divert to him because he's the head mm -hmm. of the household. And as, as a woman, I feel like his job as being the husband and the head of the household, that's a lot of responsibility. There's a lot of weight on him because the success of our family, regardless of what I do, I mean, I, I, mean, I can hold it down, do the best that I can, but ultimately the success and the direction of our family, he's, He's the captain of the ship, mm -hmm. you know? So, but with that being said, um, I know I bring a lot to the table too. Mm -hmm. um, and I know that my husband respects what I bring to the table. Right. And I value what we've built together. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just, oh, he did everything or oh, I did everything. It's been united, but understanding that, you know, at the end, like, you know, you really only have one captain, mm -hmm. you know, but, and, and I respect him. And I think he respects the fact that I let him lead, right. you know, and, and I, I've had, sometimes I have people at work that'll say, oh, well, I know you probably give your husband hell at home because when I'm at work, I'm at work, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, of course I have a boss. I'm not going to just do whatever I want to, but, um, you know, I'm very, I can be aggressive at work. Right. And so sometimes I've, I've had people passionate. say to me, yeah, passionate. Mm -hmm. um, I've had people say to me, oh, I know it's got to be hard for you or your husband. I'm like, I, I look at them. I'm very confused right. because, you know, what I do at work is very different than what I do at home mm -hmm. because I understand that dynamic. Right. And, um, and I feel that the reason why we've been able to build this... Um, this unit that we have, this family structure that we have, is because of the influence that we have on each on other. each other, right. Right, I mean, we both, we met in college, but one of the things that attracted me to him was his drive, was his ambition. Mm -hmm. I knew from the beginning that this is a man who knows what he's wa he wants and he's gonna work hard to get it. And that's the type of person that I am. Mm -hmm. And so I feel that we've been able to build what we have together because at the end of the day, that's where our mind is at. How do we get 
our lives together? How do we get our money right? Mm -hmm. How do we make sure our kids are on point? You know, um, how, and how do we just stay together? Right. You know, because there can be a lot of outside influences, whether it's just people on the outside, whether it's family. Hot but nannies. The, hot, yes, hot <laughs> nannies. But at the end of the day, how do we stay, you know, united? And how do we stay in love with each other? Right. You know, how do you know, how do we keep that vibe going together as a as a married couple mm -hmm. with kids? Because sometimes kids throw in a different dynamic and right. you have less time for each other. But you know, it, I, we have a, a strong influence on each other, and that influence defines what type of relationship you have, and it defines what other people see when they look at you together or when they look at your family structure. Right. But you make an agreement, too. You make an agreement, right? And I'll get you, I want to get your opinion as well. But you kind of make an agreement when you come together, like, this is what we want our life to be. This is exactly. how we want our kids to be raised. This is the type of house we want to, um, type of home we want to build. Um, and that's the influence. Right. You know, you influence mm -hmm. each other. You both put that input in. What are your thoughts? No, I absolutely, you know, agree. Obviously, we don't live in a time where you know, it's whatever the man says goes. Right. Like, you know, we we got a modern take on, you know, what a marriage is. And so for sure, you know, both both mind, body and souls coming together as one to build this, you know, this this castle mm -hmm. and uh this life that we want. But I will say going back to specifically Snoop Dogg's comment mm -hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, okay, this is also weird because they're celebrities. Right. So that yes. Brings another factor. Right. Like, it can't just be a normal, you know, relationship. Like, for the most part, you know, you and your husband or me and my husband don't have to worry about the scrutiny of right. the Right. Like, You're not you on know, the shade room. We need to make mm -hmm. sure, like, when we step out or whatever we say we do, you know, it got to be correct because... Right. We might be yeah, out people here watching. Judge, right? But like comparing Kim K and Beyonce, like I mean, Jay Z was out here <laughs> living, yeah. and going against his marriage. So, but he did say the evolution of Jay Z. And I mean, it could it could just be because he oh he can't do it anymore as <laughs> no, well, but, right? And and oh go go ahead. I'll be. No no no. Go ahead. Go ahead. What. What I can say in that, like, you got to keep perspective. Yes, they are celebrities. I wholly agree with that. That makes it different. But look at Kim Kardashian's family structure versus Beyonce's family structure. Now, granted, Matthew knows, stepped out of the marriage, and he cheated. But um, Beyonce grew up in a family that was pretty, you know, I mean, kind of normal. Mm -hmm. You know, her dad did push them really hard when it came to, you know, trying to become That's celebrities true, yeah. and stuff. But when you think about her dad worked very hard. I mean, they lived in and a... He, lived, a, he worked like in oil and gas or something? I, I think I he, he was in sales or something. I think so. He worked... He had a corporate job. Yeah. He, uh, They lived in Third Ward. They had a, a, a nice home in Third Ward. Mm -hmm. You know, which is kind of, if for people who don't know, that's kind of like an upscale black community. Mm -hmm. Kind of like an Oakland. Um, of the Houston area, and um, 
you know, so her family structure versus Kim Kardashian's family structure is very different. And I can see that in the evolution of Jay-Z. Because Beyonce, I think, still has that kind of old school, like, we need to be united as a couple. Mm -hmm. And if you keep pulling this crap, I'm about to hit the door. Right. You know, I don't need I don't to need over you. Exactly. Yeah. I, I don't need that in my life. I don't need, you know, all this unnecessary attention that's going to damage our children. Versus sure. Kim Kardashian, that's what they thrive off Give of. Give me the attention. Give me the at whatever cost, whatever yeah. expense. Well, that's funny that you said that. So, you know, Kanye's album just came out yesterday. Kyle's loving it. He's ready to hear it. But <laughs> have you heard it? Okay, See? so that uh, wouldn't mean, leave. I'm, I'm indifferent as far as him as a person, but production. He's a musical genius. Yeah, but he has a song on there. I think it's called "Wouldn't Leave" or something like that. And he mentions like Kim K. Basically, was saying like, "What are you doing? Like you, this shit is like about to crash and burn." Like mm -hmm. in comments, but all that uh -huh. saved oh, okay. Donald Trump. Like she was freaking out behind the scenes. Because of the brand? Because huh? of her brand? See, nah. I mean, I'm asking because I don't know. I'm, I'm not listening to it. Well, see, I guess you could take because it as whether it's the brand or like the family. The family. I, I honestly, my opinion, but I'm biased because I'm not a huge fan. I honestly think it's like, okay, you about to kill my brand. This whole thing we're huh. trying to build together is Kardashian West. Yeah, it's about man. to die. So you need to stop talking because it's not the it's not what's popular, I guess. I don't know. That's just my take on it because I don't really like her. I'm thinking like, oh, like she really because the whole song, like he had touched on Tristan, like Chloe pretty much about to leave Tristan ass for what he was doing. But you know, basically saying like you stuck in there, like you didn't leave me, you, mm -hmm. which you very well could have, but you didn't. I don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not buying it, though. You know. I'm sorry. I'm not. I have not been a Kim Kardashian fan, and I don't think she ride or die except for the dollars. Yeah, if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. <laughs> and I mean, I, I, I believe in that wholeheartedly in business, but not in my family yeah. love life. And because when I think about this whole thing is about to crash, I'm thinking about my dynasty that I'm building is about to crash, not my family. Because I'm not gonna refer to my family like this whole thing is about to crash. It's like I'm about to get my kids and we about to go. You know, you about to mess up this family dynamic is what I'm thinking. That's what I would say. But we're, we we grew up, it's a little different. Right. It's yeah. not the same. Um, I, I will say, I know I'm not a Kim Kardashian fan, but you don't I, have do, to, um, you I don't do have think they love each other. Yeah. I, I do think that they have like a crazy chemistry together I think that works obsession. for them. Yeah. <laughs> I think so he's obsessed with her. Yeah, I think he's obsessed with her and she's obsessed with herself. So having somebody <laughs> that's obsessed with me is just fabulous. Yeah. But um, yes, they're the same people. But but yes, I, I, I they have a crazy chemistry that works for their relationship and they have very beautiful children. But at the end of the day, I I think she is for them dollars and she got two kids with him. So she will three, always three. be oh, I'm sorry, three. Mm -hmm. She will always be paid. I forgot the she had a yeah. surrogate, yeah. yes. Yeah. We should talk about that later too about surrogacy. <laughs> um, I think that's what I would do. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you think about surrogacy? No, I'm just playing. How I'm much you paying? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. Just kidding. Um, what else? Anything else on that whole thing? I honestly feel that so influential 
Like, I feel that in past relationships, I've had my ex tell me just, I've influenced them to eat better. You know what I mean? I've influenced them to dress a little differently. So I think there is an, there is an influence on any relationship that you've had. Um, he's, in, he's gotten me to be a little more open because I am a little more hardcore. Um, very closed off, not hardcore, but very closed off. Um, but I think in any relationship, there's influence. Yeah. Um, yes. So I didn't, I, I, under, I knew what the backlash would be when he made the comment. Um, I just didn't agree with the backlash because yeah. I think some people are just contrary. They just want to find something to, I, to argue I think about. so too. You know, this whole thing about being married and having to be subservient to your husband, I'm not submissive, roar, roar, roar. I get it. Mm-hmm. I believe in being a strong black woman and I get that. I feel like I'm a strong black woman, but I don't need to beat my husband down right. and make him feel like, oh yeah, we 50-50. Yeah. You know, I'm running this, you know, you just my passenger. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't need to, because at the end of the, the day, the way I look at it, is if my husband is doing well and if he's successful, that it just makes the whole thing come together. Right, and it's a partnership. It's a partnership. You bring something different. I'm sure he would not be, and I'm sure if both ways, this that household would not be ran the same if you weren't there. Exactly. And vice versa. If he were, and neither one of your husbands were there, the household would not be run the same because you're a partnership and you give to each other um, different things, but things that, um, things that connect and things that kind of thrive off each other. Like some, my past relationship, he was the cook, I'd wash the dishes. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Sometimes. Um, <laughs> dishwasher. Um, yeah, exactly. I rinsed them and put them in a the dishwasher. But I mean, different things. You have a partnership. So um, I do believe there's influence in, um, in every marriage. Um, last topic. Last topic. This was pretty good, though. Last topic we want to talk about. This article that I pulled, well, I found it. Someone posted it on social media, and it is titled The Strained Relationship Between Black Mothers and Their Daughters. And the article is on MadameNoir.com. And um, it's actually more of a think piece. I think the author, the writer, is giving her perspective. Um, Growing up as a black woman, black girl with a black mother, um, the one thing, it was so much, so much to unpack in that article. And so I'm sitting there thinking, like, Initially, I was a little speechless because I don't know where, like, where do you start in everything that was said? But there's one thing that stood out to me the most in that article is she said, I know my mom loves me, but I don't think she likes me. Mm-hmm. And that, like, resonated with me because I feel like I'm the complete opposite of my mom um, just because I am more vocal, more opinionated. And my mom was taught by her mother, pretty much old school be seen, not heard type of thing. You don't talk about, you don't ask me why, you don't, you don't express your opinion type thing. She, my mom told us, speak out, have a voice, stand up for yourself, but then you do it and she's like, but don't do it to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can do all that stuff, but don't do it to me. Right. Um, so when I have grown to be this woman that I am and I'm very opinionated and, um, speak out on things that I think that are not wrong and I stand up for things and stand up for people, I feel like that is a resentment towards me. Um, so that was one thing in the, um, in the article that stood out to me. What were your thoughts on this article? I personally, I personally couldn't relate. Like my mom was great. Like I didn't, you know, get any of that 
you know, mental abuse or however they, you know, worded it mm-hmm. or, you know, don't be, you know, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. Like, my mom was very, like, spread love. Like, she was cool. So I, I can't attest to that. But I've seen that play out in many, you know, mm-hmm. of my friends. I mean, you see it in movies. I mean, I don't know. It's, like, weird, like, that all black people on of the majority of us have, like, a shared experience. Right. So no matter where you grew up, right. it's the same so thing. Yeah. But I was just like, I, I hope that, like, you know, I don't give off any of this because of some of it, like, just because you see it, it kind of, I don't want to say it's ingrained in you, but I could see us doing certain things because it's just like, that's just how it is. Yeah. So I was like, I just really hope, like, I have to make a conscious effort not to be that mom. Right. You know, so it's a little scary. But, mm-hmm. like, reading it, because, like, thinking about it, it's like, oh, yeah, like, oh, she, this is, like, so on point. Like, I've seen this. I know somebody mm-hmm. who moms like that. But then, like, reading it, it's like, this shit is kind of scary. It's scary. It's scary. Right. It's, it's like, sad. it's... Yeah. Is this abuse? Right. You know? And like, that's Jesus. the thing, too. Like, we didn't even see it. I don't... And I yeah. still find it hard to even label it as abuse. Right. Um, I just think it's it's been passed down. Right. Like, because that's the way their mothers were, and that's how their mothers raised them. Um, and then their mothers raised their mother like that. I know that one of the things that I've heard before is, like, my mother never told me... Not mine. My mother never told me she loved me. My mom tells us all the time. We, like, I just talked to you five minutes ago. <laughs> you know? But... People grew up like that, more like in hardcore yeah. um, family dynamic, and then you bring that down, you bring that to your kids. What were your thoughts on the um, on the article? Um, sound like my mom. <laughs> like but, all but, black moms. Yes, yes. And well, my not mom. All, but majority. And, and I admit, my mom had a very rough, you know, like childhood. Mm-hmm. You know, so she was one of the few girls. And it was an expectation that she, you know, cooked for the family, mm-hmm. cooked for her brothers, make sure everything was taken care of. She had a very, um, you know, prominent role in the family. And so because of that, growing up like that and people being so hard on her, she put that on me and my sisters. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, in the summers, I mean, we had to walk like five miles to elderly persons home and clean their house. That was our summer vacation, you know? Or when she got home, she expected food on the table. The house needed to be clean. Mm -hmm. You know, my mom was not a very, like, nurturing kind of mom, but she would tell me... One thing she did tell me, and that sometimes I wonder if she kind of regrets it. I I think her doing all those things made us, especially me, being the youngest, made me very independent, Mm -hmm. you know? And one thing that she would say is, I don't want you to feel like you are dependent on a man. But see, when you put it in perspective for her, you know, she stayed because she needed the income from my dad, you know? So that's why she thought like that. And I think she pushed us because she was like, I don't want you to stay just because you feel like you don't have a choice. And so, I think that made her drive us maybe a little bit too hard, mm-hmm. but in her mind, she felt like she was loving us. Right. But... And that's what the article says, too. Yeah. Like, that's the way that they knew how to, to love, love us. 
Mm -hmm. um, and we can't really blame them. But I think another thing, too, um, it's very hard for old school moms to say, I'm sorry, yeah. type of thing. And one of the things that I picked up from reading the article is that, you know what, we can't go back and change the way we grew up. We can't go back and change our mothers growing up, their raising, and we can't change how they raised us. But what we can do is make sure we're a little more conscious when we raise our daughters. Right. You know, make sure that our relationships, um, whatever issues that we had in our black families, because this is very common. Like you said, you start thinking about, I know people like that. Right. And then just seeing this article and on social media, there were so many people who it resonated with. And it's kind of like we talk about fathers who are poor influences, but we don't talk about the mothers and why we have single girls, single women like myself growing up and like, same thing. You don't need a man to, de to depend on. You don't have to depend on a man. And that subconsciously tells you, um, I don't need you type of thing. Like, I don't need you. I can do this all by myself. Um, but now that we know this is different, we can go and teach our daughters and our children and our friends' kids, like, totally different that, okay, it's okay to need a man. Because you really do need a man, just like the man needs us, right? We were created to need each other. Um, but we can't go back and tell our moms, you messed up. Because that's all they knew. You can't blame yeah, anyone for the doing the best that they can. Right. Um, but I do, I would like to hear an apology. <laughs> My mom's gonna be like, girl, bye. Um, <laughs> so I want to, we have to kind of wrap this up, but I want to thank you all, Patricia, Asia, PA in the back, um, <laughs> for coming out for the very first episode, video and audio. I want to thank Kyle from Nexus Studio, who is recording us on site. Um, and he's the audio sound engineer, audio engineer. So he is taking care of all that. Jackie, who I found on YBSF, woohoo! Mm -hmm. She's doing the video and all the editing. Thank you so much for coming. Um, thank the Hair Gym Academy and Salon for allowing this to happen. This is kind of rare that someone lets you come into their business um, and kind of do something like this, but I really appreciate it. We have a little room to ourselves. We're not in the way. But if you are in Oakland and you are looking for a hairstylist, maybe somebody cut your hair too short, and you need somebody, you run around looking like a bickin' head, and you need a stylist, come to the Hair Gym Academy and Salon on 17th Street in Oakland, California. Get here early, because parking is limited. But thank you all so much. Thank you all for joining. Thank you all for being so consistent and following and listening to the podcast. And in the lovely um, words of our Congresswoman, Maxine Waters, be who you are and do what you do. Thank you. In my life. I seen it all.